Exciting news at This Week Health. Starting May 16th, our keynote show is moving to Thursdays. Catch every episode weekly on our This Week Health conference channel. Don't miss conversations with top health system leaders designed to transform healthcare one connection at a time. Subscribe to This Week Health conference and stay updated every Thursday. Welcome to This Week Health. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels dedicated to keeping health IT staff current and engaged. Today, we have an interview in action from the 2023 Spring Conferences Vive in Nashville and HIMSS in Chicago. Special thanks to our partners, CDW, Rubric, Sectra, and Trellix for choosing to invest in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders. You can check them out on our website, thisweekhealth.com. Now, on to this interview. All right, here we are from HIMSS 2023 in Chicago, and we're joined by Jared Ansack with Sanford Health, Chief Digital Officer. Yeah. Wow, so how do you like the conference so far? You know, it's overwhelming. I think I had read somewhere that there were over 11,000, you know, healthcare vendors in, in, our, in our industry, and I think all of them showed up all of them showed up here. Yeah. Yeah. I, the first one I ever came to as a CIO, there's two things that I said to somebody, hey, should, should I go to this HIMSS thing? And they said, oh, yeah, you should go. It's no big deal. Just, yeah, just go. And it was in Vegas. So I, it was a quick flight for me. I went over and there was 50,000 plus people. I walk into the thing. I call up the person who told me it was no big deal. I'm like, are you insane? <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is the most overwhelming thing I've ever seen. The other thing is they put CIO on my badge. Right. And it was like, I don't target. know. It was a feeding frenzy is what it was. <laughs> I learned over the years, this is a, a great place to catch up with all of your existing vendors and to explore potentially some new solutions that are going on. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, the Uber driver couldn't get me within a mile of the place, so I had to walk for the last probably 15 minutes just to get here, but. What, so what would, Chief Digital Officer for Stanford Health, what would you be looking at right now? You know, the thing that really excites me about healthcare, the thing that gets me out of bed every morning is the opportunity that exists to just really redefine the healthcare experience for both our consumers, our patients, our members, our residents, as well as our caregivers, you know, including providers, nurses, clinicians. I think, you know, it's very easy to recognize, you know, if you were to ask anybody, maybe not here, there might be a little bit of bias in the in the conference center, but go out on the street of Chicago and ask anybody to name a great digital experience. Oh, in, you're gonna in hear healthcare? Netflix and Amazon and oh, Uber yeah. and all of these other things. Very few people would likely to name their healthcare provider system as a great digital experience. And so I think that opportunity to really just you know meet our consumers, our patients' expectations and needs in a profound way still exists. What's it going to take for us to to break that barrier? I mean, is it the complexity behind the scenes that we need to tackle as an operation, or is there a certain technology that we're still waiting for to to really evolve? Yeah, that's a really great question. I think if if we can figure out the, the you know golden arrow to that question, everybody would be out of business here, right? Every health system is unique. Every health system serves a different population, serves a different sort of market presence. There's different needs and expectations based on the region. And so, you know, unfortunately, I don't think there's a silver bullet that just a one size fits all kind of answer. But I think going back to your question about complexity, we are very complex, right? And as a, if I think about great digital experiences, great digital experiences make complex things easy. They make difficult things simple. 
right? And there's nothing more complex than healthcare in many instances. We deal with some of the most vulnerable moments that we as human beings ever experience in life, right? If I think of my own personal example here, just to get a little vulnerable, in the last two years, I lost both of my parents. My wife delivered twins six weeks early, so we stayed in the NICU for a month. And we've had healthcare experiences, right? So I've seen death, I've seen birth, I've seen sickness. And in those moments, when we as human beings are in those you know, vulnerable experiences, there's a lot of friction. There's a right. lot of complexity. And, and so I think and the opportunity you, and, for And you know that. healthcare. I know healthcare, right? But I'm also a consumer of healthcare, right? I'm a patient too, just like all of us are. So I think, I think we can all recognize the opportunity that exists to simplify things. It's interesting. I was talking to someone yesterday about human-centered design. And I was talking to some, somebody this morning about patients being a part of our advi advisory councils helping us to, to make it better. Have you engaged the, the patients in identifying the, the areas that could improve across, or is it just obvious this, these are the areas that can improve? No, I think we have to include patients. We have to include physicians. We can't make assumptions on what their needs or expectations are. Even though, you know, going back to what I just said a moment ago, we're all patients. I think it's very arrogant to assume that I, we can assume. Yeah, in, that, in the health system, you hear that all the time. It's like, do we really need to bring these people in? Because you know, we're all we're all basically patients. The problem is, we have a different lens. Once we start working for the health system, we have a different lens for which we're looking at things. Whereas, somebody who doesn't understand can come in and say, I don't understand why you keep asking me the same question over and over again. You know, and there's just some things that, when you do that, when you ask them the same question over and over again, it chips away at the confidence. It's like, you didn't know what they just asked me over there and now I'm here. And then I go to the clinic over here and they didn't know. It's like, are you looking at my whole med medical record? Or do you have all the information? And it just, it, and that bleeds over into the experience with the clinician where they go, why are you asking me that question again? It creates sort of a, a bad situation for those clinicians as well. Absolutely. Huh? No, we bring a lot of bias and a lot of jargon to the table when we try to put ourselves in patients' shoes. And there's no better way to understand what our patients need than to talk to our patients, to bring them in to that human-centered design process and really understand what are their jobs to be done? What are their underserved needs? What are the points of friction that they're experiencing? And then once we've identified those problems to really orient our solutions around that, I, we call that outside-in inspiration rather than inside-out inspiration, right? Go to the outside of our walls, our ivory tower, and actually talk to the people that we're serving. Have look at. What's the top one or two things that the clinicians are saying, look, you've got to make this better? You know, I, 2017, there was a study that said 44 to 54% of clinicians, providers experience burnout. This was pre-pandemic. Yeah. You can only imagine what's happened over the last three years, right? So, again, I think from the provider side, how do we use technology in a way that actually allows them to provide better care and to connect with their patients in a human way, right? Humanize healthcare. I think the other thing that, you know, a, a big opportunity for us is we talk about healthcare, but really we're in the business of sick care. We only think about our patients when they're ill, right? We think pre-visit, during visit, post-visit, and then we lose sight of people until they're sick again. And I think if we really want to make that transition to healthcare, where we make those in-between visit moments relevant for people, and we enable people to, to be empowered to take charge of their care, there's a really profound opportunity there.
We'll get back to our show in just a minute. I am excited about our webinars this year. They have been going very well. What I've done is I've gone out and talked to people in the community and said, what works in webinars? And they came back and said, look, this is what we want. We want a webinar that is not product centric. It's really focused in on the problems of healthcare. And we want people on there that are actually solving those problems. And so we have done that. And the response has been fantastic this year. We have another webinar coming up. It is the future of care spaces. Where care is being delivered is changing rapidly. Even the care spaces within the hospital themselves are changing. Technology is being added and different types of technology, AI, obviously, computer vision and whatnot is changing that modality as well as what's going on in the home and whatnot. So we're going to have that webinar on June 8th at 1 p.m. Eastern time. We usually have it on the first Thursday. Happens to be a little too close to my anniversary. So we're going to do June 8th at 1 p.m. Eastern time, Future of Care Spaces. We would love to have you be a part of it. If you are interested in being there, go ahead and hit our website, top right-hand corner. We have a card. You can click on that card and go ahead and fill out the form and get registered today. We would love to have you join us. We look forward to seeing you there. Now back to our show. It's, it's interesting because when I first came into healthcare as a CIO, you create these, these narratives to help people understand what digital can do and the, the most common narrative that I was using back in 2012 is still true today, which is there's more sensors on my car. It communicates more with my manufacturer than I do with my health system. And I care more, a lot more about my health than I do my car. And by the way, my car can tell me, hey, I need service, I need this, I need this. Here's the, when they take it in, they just, they literally plug it in and it tells them, hey, here's what's wrong with the car. Are we starting to, I mean, I'm, I'm seeing some more of these age tech companies, these home-based companies, come out with interesting things like monitoring falls at home, passive collection of critical health information, that kind of stuff. Is, is that what we're talking about, like getting more touch points to know if our people in our community are healthy? You know, that's a, that's a really great question. I don't think we do a great job of even managing the information that we do have about people. Right. right? I'm slight, slightly embarrassed to admit that I think Crumble Cookies probably knows more about me than my doctor does, right? <laughs> they know. They know what car I drive. They know what my preferred payment method is. They probably know which day of the week is cheat day for me, right? Because right. of when I show up. My doctor, the only time I get prompts and nudges are typically when a, a bill is due, right? A bill or or if you did set an appointment. We're good at appointment reminders now. Right. How do we personalize healthcare to the individual, right? And make it relevant to them. And then how do we take advantage of some of these other technologies where we bring healthcare into their homes? I, I think that is going to be the next, the next step is because we have this brand and the brand for Sanford in your community is trusted partner for my, I mean, we say sick care, but very few people outside the industry will say sick care. They'll say healthcare. Mm -hmm. This is my trust. If I have a problem, I'm going to Sanford. But more and more we're seeing like telehealth providers come in and that kind of stuff. But there's an opportunity there with that brand to say, look, we can do more than just sick care. We can be your partner for your aging parent who happens to live in our community. We can be your partner for health, for, for wellness, for losing weight, for monitoring and those kinds of things. I don't know, I'm, I'm sort of playing off you and saying, that, that's sort of my, my hope is what we're seeing is a, we're seeing a lot of technology progress there but I'd like to see health systems sort of progress to that mindset of, no, we're, we're your trusted partner. We're your partner throughout your life. The continuum of all of your needs, right? Yeah, so. we see you when you're born. 
Yeah. And we'll probably be there when you when you die, especially a community like like Sanford serves. I mean, that it's not a very transient population, I wouldn't imagine. Right, right. We have a very static population in the upper rural Midwest. Yes, sir. It's fantastic. Jared, I want to thank you for your for giving us a signal <laughs> right. from behind the camera. So <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. Another great interview. I want to thank everybody who spent time with us at the conference. I love hearing from people on the front lines, and it's phenomenal that they've taken the time to share their wisdom and experience with the community. It is greatly appreciated. We want to thank our partners, CDW, Rubric, Sectra, and Trellix, who invest in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.